Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of another season. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. <laughs> My glasses are broken. And this will begin season two of Nerd School. It's going to be crazy stunts. We're going to have some stunts. Joe's going to bring more penis jokes. No, no penis stuff. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. Star Spangle Band with a plan. Maybe I'll try to do a cartwheel. TBJ. Congratulations. You did dirt. I got to All my exes can tune in. We can have episodes where I compare them to all the Marvel villains. We can do that. Art star. I don't love Wiener. I'm just trying to make money. Lord (laughs) Artemis Prime. Yeah, my real name is Joe. Did I ever tell you about the time I hung out with uh, DMC at Mertz? The Nerd School Podcast. Thank you for warning me. Yeah. Welcome back to the old school, because I'm an old fool. Welcome back to the old school. Nerd school. <laughs> Nerd school. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a call from a girl want to dig out. Sorry. I'm like Sam the Butcher bringing Alice to meet. I'm like, like Fred, Fred Flintstone, Flintstone driving around with all feet. All feet. Oh, God. Somebody line, help me. That line has been in my head all week. Why? Guess help that. Me. I don't know. You don't know why? Fred Probably because uh, uh, we have an, a volunteer named Alice. That's probably. Oh, Alice will do that to you. And now that's with that, we have started the next episode of Nerd School. Yes, the Loki finale. The Loki finale. We're a little bit late getting to this, everybody, but we are busy people. We We have hard to get us our schedules. Bitsy. Bitsy. Yeah. (laughs) And Art Star, this is just going to be an Art Star only episode. Art Star is going to tell us all about the final Loki. Nobody else is going to talk. No, I'm going to go home now. Goodbye. See you later. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. We almost did that. Art Star and I were going to do the Art Star exclusive soon, which we might do that. We might do some like. Well, we talked about everybody having a a one-on-one, like, this is your life. Get to know each of us better. Yes. Nerd heads, we are going to do that. So, or nerd, what do we call them? Nerd, schoolie D's? No, we are going to do so that. The nerd hive. The I, nerd I, hive. Was, I wanted to go schoolie D, but then we might get some con- uh Nerd pack. The nerd pack. Why, why schoolie school. D? Because schoolie D is uh was did the theme song for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and he's uh, uh, the old okay, school yeah, classic yeah. rap. And nerd dude. school. Right. Anyway, nerd fan, nerd school fans, we, we are going to do Aqua that Teen. to buy some time. Oh. Yep. If there's only a couple of us that get together, we're just going to go a deep dive on Art Star's past. He's going to talk about all of his romances. Us. Yes. Regardless of, now, regardless of what, it, 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 I don't, it wouldn't be a deep dive. It would just be me just, you know, boom, boom, bam, boom. That, to boom, all boom. the girls Art's loved before. <laughs> I love it. Even regardless of which two of us are getting together, it will all be about Art Star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Make me almost as famous as he who remains. He who remains. Okay. And that's a good segue. So tell Prime. me with this this Loki <laughs> finale, everybody. Were you guys happy? <laughs> were you disappointed? What did nerds say? Uh, I think nerds are excited uh, for uh, the introduction of the villain, which I yeah. had predicted they would not do, and I was right. wrong. <laughs> uh, so you didn't think it would be Jonathan... Whichever Taylor Jonathan, Thomas. Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> no, I think if you recall the last episode, 
Andy, you did say that that was possible, but we had all agreed so far the formula for all of these shows mm-hmm. had been not bringing in the big right. we kept thinking it was. Right, because right. you even said it, you even said it'll probably be He Who Remains or Immortus. Yeah. Those were yeah. like, I don't, so you I don't, technically were right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I guess I, I think I was leaning towards, you know, they would do it to self-contain it, to have it be like Loki facing another version of himself. I didn't realize, but it makes perfect sense because one of the themes of this was that, you know, villains are there to make uh, the heroes better or like by helping heroes on their journey. They don't, uh, that's their purpose they serve. Right. And so then that would fit with uh a new villain being introduced in the Loki series about the old villain. Yeah. That uh, is, so, so yeah, it, it fits. It makes sense. And it also is, the, yeah. this is the first of the Marvel series who, that have already promised a season two. And at that's, the end of this. that's was the thing we were all, we were operating under what has been thus far, which is no season twos announced. Um, and so as soon as they were like season two coming, I was like, okay, then this makes more sense. Um, and we can see why they went that direction. So no, Andy, you were hella right. Well, all right then. Yeah. How about that? So it's, uh, the version of this character, uh, that was introduced. I mean, one thing I liked about this was that it was almost all just dialogue. Yeah. And I like that they took good exposition. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's. It's not always exposition when it's just dialogue, but there is a crap ton of exposition of who is this guy, mm-hmm. what's this dude about, and we yeah. still don't know a whole lot about it unless you go, uh, that, that dude's me. Kang. That dude is Kang. But then what, right. what makes it awesome is, is it automatic? I don't want to say it automatically, but it kind of sets him up as the big bad. Uh, oh, him, yeah. I'm doing air quotes for phase four because it's like, you know, like we know, I don't want to say we know. But we kind of know that, like, even though we're going to get Kang the Conqueror and Quantumania, but then it's like, okay, what other versions of Kang are we going to get in, like, these right. other shows and movies that are coming before could, Quantumania? Yeah, he could conceivably be in every freaking movie. It's exactly. a different Kang. Yeah. He could so be that everywhere. Actor, that actor's going to get some time. Well, he's it, already cast in the upcoming yeah. movie. Yeah, but that's cool for that actor, right? Like he's gonna right. get mm-hmm. Listen, potentially. Oh, John, John, like John we got... talked about um, one episode. You know how we talked about all Sam Jackson has to do now is show up for a few seconds, right? And yeah, like set for life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if if he opts to do so, he's gonna have the same setup. Yeah, and he's good. He was really good. I thought that guy was great. I yeah, don't, I don't know him, or, and I don't know what he's supposed to do, of course, but. I thought he was cool and he was good really actor. good, like real good, kind of creepy. How crazy. I mean, he really came off crazy. Even when he uh, did that. Yeah. Thing, I was like, wow. Yeah, it was real. Like that just gave me chills just when you were doing it. Cause it was like, kind of like, yeah. God, I'm trying to think what actor that reminded me of who, who played a really good, crazy person. Uh, something. I don't know. Like Kevin Spacey used to always be real creepy to me, like real crazy seeming. Turn mm-hmm. out he actually is. Oh yeah, right. Well, yeah, he's creepy. Out. Hopefully, this guy is. Now, I don't want to compare him to that, but I did want to. Yeah. Uh, I do think I felt like so it got really built up for me on social media. Like everybody on social media that I know that's a big nerd was like, "Holy shit, they did it! Marvel's the best!" Oh my god, I can't believe it. So I was really <laughs> expecting a lot more. That's what I was telling Art. Like my prediction was like, "Oh, I think Tony Stark's going to be in this." The way people are reacting, it's going to be like awesome. But it really was. I was kind of like. That's it. That's the whole thing. Like I get that was cool and everybody wanted this, well, but see, it was but, just a talking episode, except for that little bit of a fight between for, for someone like you who are just diving into to yeah. trying to unleash your nerddom. It's like because you don't necessarily have too much of a backstory with it, yeah. it doesn't seem like a big thing to you. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy is really acting really good for like what the fuck is he like. When is he going to when is he going to shoot a laser at someone? Shit like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Where's the explosion? Blow something yeah. up. Yeah. Nerds love the world world building stuff. Nerds yeah. love yes. it. You get into the the meat of something and like you mm-hmm. get the backstories. You get all the like 
the layers. Like yeah. How is this going to work? Extra layers. Yeah. 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. It was cool. I loved how he did it with that little figure and everything. And it was interesting, but I just felt like I, it really felt like to me, they added that, that Loki, the Loki fight that they did a little bit just to have some fighting. Like we got to keep. I don't feel like it was added. I felt like I could see that was coming. Mm -mm. Okay, you felt like it was natural. He was quite entertained with that fight as well. He was. That speech he gave was going to set the two um, Sylvie and Loki apart. Like I knew that that would be a moment where they would not agree, Um, and so they are going to. Sylvie's going to fight. Regardless, she's ready. Okay. Mm. So he's ready at all times. Yeah. You want this smoke, Sylvie. So I didn't think it was like forced. I think they would have actually fought because they would have had two different ideals of how this should have went down, which they did. And she was going to fight because she's been fighting. That's what she's been doing. That's how we got to her in the series in the first place. So it felt fitting that we were going to end with her fighting. Yep. And uh, that I mean, she, it's not like she has a lot to go back to. She was a kid, and then she was everything she ever knew was ruined. So she's, like that's her whole thing. She's almost almost like Gamora. And, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know, like what would Gamora and... do uh, in that situation? Yeah, <laughs> probably try to kill a guy. Pretty, I mean, and especially if it's do. it's new Gamora who doesn't remember Star Lord. But the, right. that's Gardens of the Galaxy. Joe's not aware of that anyway. Right. Yeah. I was wondering, Joe's like, what's Can going I? on? I did see that, but I did, uh, you know, I did watch Guardians of the Galaxy, but again, I didn't watch it to in, in this nerd perspective yeah. with my human Cliffs notes here. Well, uh, you don't. I mean, we'll we'll get to it. So it's okay. That I can't wait know, to get to I that. Think, yeah. I think just in this episode enough, if you've been paying attention to Sylvie, we got enough of her backstory to know. Um, if she's going to do anything else, fight her way out of something. That's just her uh, automatic setting. And she's great. I think that the casting is so good on this. Like everybody, everybody is really good. I like the, I think I like all of the TVA agents too. Like the D90 and D90 is cool. Like they're all really good actors too. Like Marvel does it again. Like they, like they there's never, start. there's never one like, oh well, that person sucks. Like there's never one. I can't believe it. Right. You think of a shitty and, Marvel actor, Andy? I mean, you look like a, you. Give me a second. I'm trying to like. I mean, I'm sure you can <laughs> find one somewhere. Like, Test me. Um, can I just tell you the creepiest character of this episode was not was not the bad guy, quote unquote, for me. It was Miss Damn Minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was creepy because she kept alluding to everything. Yeah, he thinks this will be better for you. Oh, what? No. Oh, come this way. He's been with girl. Mm-mm. I felt like I was in a scary movie. I felt like Miss Minutes at any moment. Yeah, it was <laughs> creepy. killer. I think creepy, like creepy '60s cartoons, are always creepy to me. Like that mm-hmm. old Mickey Mouse from that weird one where he's on that ship or whatever. That's always creepy. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the old, old '60s toys and cartoons are really creepy. Wait, 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 wait. Do you think are you talking about Steamboat Willie, the first ever Mickey Steamboat Mouse Willie. from 1939? Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, that's what well, 30s, you know, you know. 30s <laughs> cartoons are even creepier. Like 30s, 40, anything before that, probably the 70s. Everything before you were born. Yes. Well, you know, it's creepy. And I think I before think it's also because back then the way they animated and then like the the material that they used, even though some of these things were for kids, they still they don't say they snuck things in. Like the men, yeah, for the most 50s. part, who was you know doing these 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 shows, you know that was misogyny, racism, and all yeah. that anti-kids oh. thing. So it yeah. comes off as something that's kind of people like, oh wait, they're not really killing each other, but like, why is this guy so big and his, you know, it, it, right? It, I think that's some of the things that kind of make it like, oh, this is some creepy shit, like. Should I be watching this as a little kid? You know what's so you know what's right. the most creepy? If you look at like children's Halloween costumes from the 30s, and oh 40s, my God. not even the, the 30s. 20s. Let's just talk about the 80s. Uh <laughs> masks we wore with those like sheath uh yeah, outfits. those were weird, it's, but it was still creepy in our <laughs> if you look like the old like 20s ones where they're you're they're made at home with yarn and yes. stuff, like those are creepy. <laughs> Burlap. Burlap. Uh, let, me, let me correct myself. Steamboat Willie was 1928. Whoa, even that, earlier. That was that first Mickey Mouse cartoon. Well, 
well that one and like but all that like like when we were kids we saw we went to my grandparents house and saw my mom's toys when she i guess not 60s more 50s when she was a kid and it's everything is creepy like all the dolls have creepy eyes if i ran into a doll from 1950 Uh, right now, it's almost like Annabelle the building, or, uh, right? The car I would exit the shit. building. Yeah, I'll be like, no, ma'am, we're not about to do this in the store. <laughs> all of them, all of them look like that, though. Like, yeah, it was just creepy. It was the vibe though? So bit. that's that's what's wrong with boomers. That's why they're so nuts. Uh, they had that their as dolls. children. Their dolls <laughs> were obsessed by their dolls. Psychopaths. There you go. Yeah. Um, and Miss right. Time apparently was around then too. So Miss well, Minnie. Excuse me. Minutes was right. Yeah, and they had to, they had to do bomb, bomb drills. I like true crime, so I decided to make a true crime podcast where I cover true crime stories year by year. And I hate true crime, so I decided to beef up my wife's true crime podcast by telling people what was on TV during each one of those murders or who was winning that wrestling match during that awful rape. The result is American Timelines, where we cover strange, fascinating happenings. And sometimes silly stories, and even birthdays. Didn't you always wonder when Don Cheadle was born? No. Didn't you at least wonder what the number one song was when Don Cheadle was born? No. Well, what did you want to know? Just about murder. Sweet, sweet, grisly murder. Well, sometimes you talk about UFOs or ghost stories, too. Yes, those are cool, too. And who hasn't wondered what episode of 227 was on during a haunting? Everyone. Download and subscribe to American Timelines by History for Jerks. You can hear it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. It's better than it sounds. It really is. American Timelines by History for Jerks, the greatest podcast ever. I guess I guess it's it's um my my um what what I, what I feel just being in the pandemic and witnessing like witnessing things and hearing things or whatever, so it's almost like when I hear someone died, it's it's I don't know, I guess maybe because are you I've, desensitized? Is that no, what I'm, I'm not? But it's because I've experienced a lot of close death. To me, when someone who I don't know, like I mean, I can sympathize or whatever. But it's almost like, I don't want to say people die every day, but it's one of those mm. things where it's like, you, you know, like, like you do. No, no, no. This is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is, this is me being on the real, real. So as opposed me, to the fake, fake. It's just one of those things where it's like last year. I mean, even to this day, like there are people who like going to the hospital because, you know, basically had a cough or something. And they're not coming home because they're, you know, because they got COVID. But I think we live in a, don't you think we live in a both and world, right? Instead of either or, like we, I think COVID has rocked a lot of us on personal levels. Right. right. It's to me, but, it, to me on a And <laughs> sometimes when celebrities or people that are a part of our childhood and our existence pass, it's a reminder to us that life keeps happening and time is short. Mm-hmm. And these were important to us at points in our uh, childhood or, you know, teenage years. So I don't think we grieve the same, but it Mm -hmm. affect you in some way because it was a part of who you are. We can't pretend like it wasn't. And and, and I didn't, I didn't pretend, but to, like I say, I've I've dealt with death. Like this is, this is someone growing and here we go. A little past someone growing up. Like to me, I've always had a close knit family. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I've I've experienced death within my close knit family, right? Twice in a short period of time after growing up. You know, having like you know been around people who who are close to me who died. Right. Where like boom. So to me, it's like sure, this celebrity died, but like that. And and again, uh, when Hank Aaron died, I love baseball. Hank Aaron died. I was like, damn, Hank Aaron's dead. But it wasn't like Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like I dealt with it. Like I, I recognize that he died, but it's not like one of those things where it's like I feel like I don't want to say it. It wasn't. It wasn't a big thing to me, but it wasn't big enough to the point where it's like 
I felt like I had to be like, oh, big, I'm a big, uh, big marquee died. So now I have to, especially because, again, it's me. I feel like I have to just put all this music on rotation and depress the fuck out of myself. Like, <laughs> like just right. so you got, like, I take anxiety medicine, okay? I get anxious. I don't need to be worrying about something or having something where I'm going to sit there and be in my little bubble. Yeah, you don't have to stew in it. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But, but see, that's I think just it's a, just a... As, uh, as someone who processes death differently because yeah. I've had such close personal death, it's like when I see a celebrity die, I feel for their family. Yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't necessarily feel like I had, like, I don't have to, I don't feel like I don't have to sit there and be like, RIP DMX. And then because oh, I don't DMX say is my first celebrity uh, husband to be. Hey because I, I feel like I don't have to say RIP DMX to be like, okay, well, yeah, you don't have I wasn't to be, a part of, a part yeah, of I, I, I think the thing is, you don't have life. to be, you don't have uh-huh. to publicly acknowledge, but I think there's room in a, again, a both and world, you know, mm. again, you had to, I mean, you're, that's still a blessing. I, even, I, even, I, I, I literally, when me, right. me, Joe and Dunn was talking about it, I told Joe that <laughs> Biz Marquis was one of the first cassettes I ever owned. And then we I, got in this whole conversation. That's about, just what I think. I, I that's why I can't believe you weren't more upset about it. But but it, not, it makes sense now. Like I, I'm glad you mm-hmm. you got a great point. I and I really I was just trying to give you shit. But uh, but it really it made, it like I was just sad. trying to stir the pot. But yeah, I was just fucking with you. But healthy. then it, yeah, then now I'm sad because yeah, all the death you had to deal with that makes me. There's sad. no there's no wrong way. And mm-hmm. I think this one said when when a celebrity died a couple years ago. Because a lot of people were getting on people for grieving celebrities, like you don't know them. But yeah. the was talking about how these people play a role in our lives. They yeah. made mm-hmm. like every day for me <laughs> was everything, right? If uh-huh. you were in my early or in my teens and off to college, Rough Riders all day, EVE. That listen, <laughs> so much so like it existed. So when he died, I'm not crying in my room. Um, but I am taking some moments to reflect on what and see, it's like a part does. of you died. It's like a, those memories part of, of my childhood. Like yeah, time. part of yeah. my teens and early twenties. I mean, you always have. I, I guess. On. The, I guess for and me, it's a it's reminder like, again that life is really short, short and finite. Because finite. our our own people, yes, you know, I yeah. just I had to go to a funeral in April. Like I, uh, we can record because I went to a funeral and a wedding in one weekend. Um, those are different because those are people you love. Those are your relatives and you will cry and grieve as a mm-hmm. family. But, and you still recognize life is short, but sometimes celebrities feel invincible, right? They feel like they're never going anywhere. Morgan Freeman's been alive for 1,020 years. And so when a celebrity passes, it's like, oh, wait. Heck, life is short. Oh, wait, that was a part. That was a part of my youth or 20s or, you know, back then and that part essentially of my life is gone and it's just a moment to grieve that you don't have to wallow you don't have to put anything on your social medias but you can Mm -hmm. recognize but now we know there's always another timeline so no reason to get upset (laughs) there's another timeline (laughs) another timeline so speaking of that if if you want to but so okay speaking of just the whole they're gone kind of thing yeah but some of these celebrities like Biz Markey, DMX, they, doing air quotes, left a record of themselves that'll continue to, like, yeah, not even carry Biz on. Markey, let's, like, go on people forever. like Sam Cooke, Sam Cooke, Sam Cooke's music is amazing. Sam Cooke yeah. died a long time, but you can, like, you still can listen to Sam Cooke yeah. and get some kind of feeling. Like, oh, music he, lives his, forever. His death was a tragedy, too, man. That was crazy. Ten years shot now, by his I'm landlord. Be doing something. His and, landlord. Um, his land, landlady. Kim. No. The lady who was managing the hotel. Yeah, it's not a landlady. Well, she was the... <laughs> I mean, he lived there. It wasn't, and he's like, no. He, he actually no. lived there. It was her landlord. No. We, we covered the story on American Time. Yeah. Ones. But no, they, they, they live on art. So I think mm-hmm. 
saying the same thing. I think it's, it's one, everyone grieves differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this brings up a Loki yeah. question that doesn't really bring it up, but it reminds me of it. Uh, and I saw a quick headline. I didn't read it because I, I thought I'd just ask you guys that moment when Loki goes back to Tom Hiddleston, Loki, when he goes back to that library or whatever, and Owen Wilson, Wilson. not I keep, I keep wanting to say uh, Owen Hart, uh, Owen when Hart. the Blue Blazer, <laughs> when Owen Wilson doesn't, rec- when Mobius doesn't recognize him or know who he is, and that the headline of the thing was like, this explain this article explains why Mobius didn't recognize him. So I didn't think anything other than except that it was just a different timeline. But is there more to that that you guys know that nerds are talking about? Uh, the uh, not necessarily uh, any article that says this explains why blah 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 is probably yeah. just like Bullshit. hey Loki's popular right now. Click me, click me, click me. That's exactly. <laughs> I noticed halfway through those articles, I'm like, I don't. This isn't. This yeah. isn't about what the article said it was about. <laughs> Whoa, Tiffany got pissed and left. She got pissed yep. at us for talking about Loki and not DMX. <laughs> I would just like to note that uh, the first time, first celebrity death that really hit me hard was uh, Boss Hog. Really? Sorrel Book? Yeah. I, found, I, was, I was at Miles Pizza in Bowling Green and I happened and that happened and I was like, oh my God, Boss Hog died? That's not allowed. Uh, just, you know, Dukes of Hazard in general. So that's why I, I carried around his obituary in my wallet old. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then when then the same I did the same when uh, Uncle Jesse died. Uh, I carried Denver Piles USA Today obituary Denver in my wallet Pyle. for a little while. That's weird. Like that's you that that's, that's a little weird. Grieves differently. Yeah. Maybe yeah. therapy would have helped you. No, Andy doesn't have to go to therapy if he doesn't want to. If he wants to, I think it's a wonderful tool. Yeah. Everyone well, grieves. you know, like I think I he was more of a like those you really had a problem with your childhood memory slipping away like you oh sure what are you reverting a lot of what nerddom is often (laughs) is getting locked into like the stuff you liked as a kid it is it is and it's comforting like for me i find like putting on like those old he-man episodes in -hmm. the background helps me sleep like it's it's just like comforting (laughs) i guess it reminds you of a time when you know, you were innocent. You didn't have so many responsibilities. You didn't have the weight of the yeah. world. It's just your you biggest concern was, oh, no, Clawful. How is he going to stop? <laughs> <Clawful?"> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what I'm also fine about watching old He-Man and old G.I. Joe is that I really didn't. Again, like we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I didn't I don't pay attention to stuff. I just like the colors and the f- battles. But, <laughs> but like now I'm paying attention to the writing. And it's hilarious. Like he man is fucking so dumb. It's hilarious. Right. And GI Joe. I just watched a GI Joe episode. I laughed every like minute and a half because there was like funny shit. They were doing funny, stupid shit. Like uh, I don't know. Like a bazooka starts itching. Uh, somebody <laughs> mentioned itching, and he's like, "Oh, itching! Oh no!" And he starts scratching himself. And like, there's all these little stupid jokes in there that are so funny. I'm like, this is hilarious. I didn't know this was funny. I never thought it was funny anyway. So, so there's no real reason except that it was just, I would say, I would, I mean, you don't know until they explain it officially (laughs) in in Canon, but you know, you can uh, make some assumptions that the sacred timeline has been completely rewritten. (laughs) So Uh, now there is no sacred timeline. We don't think they're all just timelines, equal timelines. Yeah, I mean everything's branching out. I mean there might be like a main, a main. It's still like a main artery. You can see it in the map mm-hmm. as everything is branching out. But there's so much there that uh, the whatever time. He, maybe he returned to a different timeline. Maybe he returned mm-hmm. to the same timeline that's been changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, By a butterfly being st- being squished. Yeah, so maybe yeah. like maybe the rules are different now. You know, like yeah. in, in Endgame, Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner. Well, although he was still, you can write it off by saying he was figuring it out as he was going. But like going back in the past doesn't change the present, which is a weird conundrum. Of uh, how is that going to work with everything that happened in Endgame? Anyway, back to Loki. Did you guys like yeah. it? Did you guys yeah. love it? Yeah. Are you excited about season two? That's the big. Isn't that the big thing? Everybody's excited about season two. Yeah, I'm looking another... forward to where they're going to take it. Do you guys want a little history about uh, this guy who the, the has been introduced? 
the Kang yeah. or the yeah, he well, who remains or a right. version of Kang. So yeah. it's Andy. If we are to assume that Jonathan Majors is going to play Kang, as has been announced, the show the fact that he shows up at the he say who if remains, we you say if he's going to be playing Kang? Yeah, I mean they could pull fast ones or whatever. They could uh sneak some shit in. But he who remains, which is was his name in here, was not technically a version of Kang in the comics. He was just like, uh, there was a TVA storyline where he was like the last one at the end of time. But making him a version of Kang is cool. Uh, but the original, uh, that click was me. Um, he first appeared in Fantastic Four number 19 in 1963, Stanley and Jack Kirby as the Pharaoh Rama Tut. He was a supervillain who had traveled back in time to conquer ancient Egypt. Like the standard thing, what if a future guy goes back in time and becomes a god in uh, the olden times? And he was not established as being a version of Kang until 1975. They sort of, like, he was just the Fantastic Four villain that, like, they had to deal with. Like, oh, we're back in time. Let's, this guy shouldn't be here. We, we should fix him. But he was established, like, in 1975, they did this story where, like, no, you know who this guy is? He's actually a version of Kang, the Conqueror, who was introduced in uh, 1964 uh, in the Avengers number eight by Stanley and Jack Kirby. They decided to connect the two characters. And there's many, many, many more versions of Kang. Like, he's been in, had, he's been in Mortis. He's been the Scarlet Centurion. He's been uh, notable aliases Kang and the Conglomerator. Uh, he's been a young Avenger named Iron Lad. He's like a future version of Iron Man. Uh, now, is that because he, he basically time travels all through these comics? He's always yeah. a time traveler? Yeah. Because so, that's my big thing. It's like, why, why so many versions of one character when there's so many other villains that are just their own character because because his whole deal is that he travels through time fucking with shit making yeah, things and in the weirder. comic they have there's a prime kang like i actually just started reading um the avengers one where he shows up and he's setting up i guess other kangs to die so he can be i guess supreme ruler yeah, the Kang. only Kang. And that's yeah. basically the, what He Who Remains seems to have been in this series. Is he was the mm -hmm. last of the Kangs. He's, he eliminated all the other Kangs, and he was the only one left. And he was making sure no other Kangs would show up by forming the TVA, pruning all the timelines, uh, doing all sorts of crap. But uh, this... The other thing that nerds talk about about Kang the Conqueror is that he's supposed to be a descendant of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. And when he shares a name with Reed's father, Nathaniel. If you if you go on to uh, uh I think it's the Marvel Wiki, they have like list they have like Jonathan Majors as he who remains, then he also has another one of his aliases as Kang the Conqueror. But then they also have another image, but it's just like a blacked out silhouette. And it says Nathaniel Richards, the original, underneath his name. And it's like, I guess they're trying to break down a little history of Chang and the MCU. Which is, yeah. Is so does this mean we're going to get all those racist assholes again mad that he's black and Mr. Fantastic's not black? They might not necessarily make him in. They didn't give him the name Nathaniel Richards here. They might not make him a descendant of Reed Richards at they all. Didn't, they didn't call him Nathaniel at all. No, he. All we know is he who remains. He alluded yeah. to the idea that some have called him Conqueror. Okay, which is uh, which implies Kang without saying the word Kang. <laughs> maybe you got. Maybe it was just Art that told me that the Nathaniel thing because I knew this, but I think it's only from maybe offline conversations yeah. about this. But it but, could be. Or you could have read it. It's yeah, out there. I, yeah, I don't think. Uh, maybe I did, but I feel like you guys. <laughs> I feel like you guys. I think Art, Art, and I talked a lot the other night when we were just BS. I was like, we got to save this for the podcast. 
but uh yeah so that that's something i didn't i mean until you guys were saying it i would have had no idea that kang had anything to do with mr fantastic mm-hmm. right. but and we still he still might not oh he might uh, not but however kang, they, kang in the comics does as you're saying yeah i'm, a, I'm i can't imagine them not i can't imagine them introducing um the front like when they introduce the fantastic i can't imagine kang and you know, like you're even assessing about Kang and Doom, I guess, on the previous episode. And like, I can't imagine them yeah. not having anything to do with, um, I'm going to say, yeah. the X-Men isn't there, is there, ru- is there rumors of a planned Fantastic Four in the MCU or not? Is that just oh, like sure. speculation? Ever since, uh, I think they, they've kind of well, don't hinted they, at it. There's they like have a, logo. a bumper for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, when they introduced, I guess, more of Phase Four, they kind of used Four and kind of lingered on the Four to kind of imply the Fantastic Four. This would be the perfect time to oh, bring it in. Oh, right. Yeah. So they might be, but there's no like, is there like there's no leaks? casting? There's no leaks there's of no ca- official announcement. It's probably like a Phase casting. Five thing. But there's okay, a one weird more time. nerd campaign. Oh yeah, go ahead on the nerd campaign. I was just gonna say like. Remind me again the difference between the the Fantastic Four that we're watching with Silver Surfer for a future episode, and then the one with uh, Michael B. Jordan. Those are two uh, different ones. Chris Evans and one's Michael B. Jordan. Which one? Yeah, which are uh, they different? And none of them are the MCU. Right. No, Sorry, neither one is an MCU. One, uh, the the Michael B. Jordan one was an attempt to reboot the Fantastic Four after the first two movies. Uh, you know, the one that we're watching with Silver Surfer uh, sort of like didn't really blow people away, uh, especially the, the second one kind of. I mean, have you all watched it yet? I watched. Yeah, I did. It feels campy. I haven't rewatched it yet. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, we'll get into it. It was a little campy. So campy like, so <laughs> and, uh, and that version of Galactus was not particularly well received and so like this and so they let it go for a few years and then they tried to like they reboot it as a dark edgy body horror movie with you know michael b jordan's human torch and the thing is a rocky nightmare and it's uh fantastic four should be more campy uh oh it should be campy it should be more campy than it should be dark horror like it's according to fantastic four is Big, bright, shiny optimism. Superhero. Like, I mean, you could tell dark stories with them, but that's not where they excel. Um, it's. Do you agree with that? They're like, I do agree. I concur. Okay. okay, good. I just, yeah, I just feel like sometimes our star doesn't get to say this. <laughs> Can I say this? <laughs> so, uh, so okay, so you were about to say there's a big nerd campaign to what? Yeah, there's a nerd campaign. Like from one guy did a really good Photoshop, and then suddenly everyone wants uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, who are a real life married couple, to play uh, Reed Richards and uh, Susan Storm. And like, ev- like there's a lot of nerds really who keep talking about that like as if it's real and trying to get marvel to do that to make you know, that probably, someone will probably be super disappointed if it doesn't happen right he's gonna be like i'm too busy being jack ryan to do this shit yeah what about you guys do you guys want that to happen or do you guys not give a shit about that i don't care it, <laughs> TBJ doesn't care. It could work. Well, no, I, 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 it, I think they're both great people, but I'm not that invested. <laughs> I am not <laughs> at any point that invested in anybody's cast. Yeah. Emily Blunt was initially cast as Black Widow before Scarlett Johansson, but then she had to pull out for uh I think some movies she Quiet had Place to Two. No, really? like way back <laughs> for Iron Man Two. She was cast initially as Black Widow. And uh, had to pull out for some really? reason. Yeah, and I can't remember. I didn't know she was famous back then. Like I've only recently heard of her. No, she's been yeah. around for a while. She's been around, and uh, yeah, and it's Smoke like some some movie that wasn't that good. I think had to reshoot. So I'm sure. She Quiet would. Place. No, no this Quiet was Place is new. Like you know, <laughs> 10, 11 years ago or whatever. But. Uh, 
yeah. I, don't, I really barely know who she is. I just. That's weird to me. She well, could... I don't see what, you know, the last movie I saw had Rebecca De Mornay in it. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Panda Rock the Cradle? <laughs> yeah. He's probably. You know, I don't see, like, I don't know. I only see Marvel movies now because you guys are making me. Other than that, you don't well, watch we're talking about her life, like, Johnny before Carson. now. Like, your wife didn't watch The Devil Wears Prada. I feel like your wife would. No, watch. she's not. Uh, she's not a normal person. She only watches true, <laughs> true crime documentaries. Like, you leave my friend alone. She's very normal. <laughs> she doesn't she watch movies either. She, everything she watches, she just listens to horrible 911 calls. I mean, and that's I her entertainment. She. I do. I may have been on a 24 hour rotation of the ID channel in the last <laughs> hours. Um, that, yeah. that can't be good for you. Uh, I am self aware and I can see you coming. So I'm going to say it's good. And she loves Christmas movies. movies I did. Movies. I stopped. When I stopped watching it, I turned on a Christmas movie. So, balance. yeah, that's where you and my wife won't get along. She's balance. not into that at all. She see, loves ice cream, me, though. We. <laughs> I think if you let me explain to her why I love Christmas so much, I think she can get into the jam. It's not why I think people think I love Christmas. Well, I think she's heard the the end of our podcast where you where you explain. You better thank Hallmark. Did yeah, I fuss that's at you? how I don't stab people. I don't have a criminal I, record I thanks keep to Christmas it. movies. <laughs> I love it. I keep believing that at the end of our podcast just because. I love that I mean, quote. Did I fuss at you today? You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh every single time I hear that. Accurate. I may have raised my voice on a on a work call recently, and I had to I tell my manager, sorry, I apologize. I know I was short-tempered, and I'm going to go watch some Christmas movies to calm down. <laughs> I love it. It's good for y'all. It's, it's more than good for me because I could be violent. But I choose not to do and calm myself down with wow. a good holiday movie. Wow. I mean, maybe I maybe like, all Loki needs is a Christmas movie. Right. I feel like right. Sylvie, no, Sylvie needs the Christmas movie more. That's than true. That. I feel like if aliens come down, they're gonna just and try to abduct Tiffany, they'll just play Christmas movies to calm her down. Like yeah, they certainly show that one of those movies where aliens just show pictures of dogs to people to calm them down. Like <laughs> we know that you people like dogs for some reason. Here you go. Like they'll show but Christmas my fight, my fight or flight instinct if my kids are in danger will kick in. So you can't override that with a holiday movie. Like that's the one time the violence will probably be there, no matter what you try and curve my attention with. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got about nine minutes. Andy, you explained the backstory. Do you have more on your explanation to do? We're already frozen. Is Andy frozen? I think he's frozen. He looks frozen. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Andy's unfrozen. Do you yeah, have any more up? exposition to do, Andy, or did you cover most of it? Well, I wanted to give the basics and just uh see how Kang messing with times timeline is so nuts that even his own creation in the comics wasn't officially established until he decided to make another whole other character into also being him in 1975 so that's just how confusing and crazy time travel is so I am very curious to see how they really because they're going to they're diving hardcore into time travel stories, which are the biggest yeah. headaches in sci-fi. Well, mm-hmm. So I, I how they're going to sort this out and how they're going to maintain internal logic, which is already not, <laughs> not consistent, but we don't know everything yet. Right. And, and maybe we won't ever know anything. Like we know Tony Stark cracked the code. Uh, we know that you can push time through someone and turn Ant-Man into a baby. Uh, we know, <laughs> uh, Going back in time not necessarily uh, changes the present, but it's but then the Infinity Stones had a real role in keeping the timeline, uh, or at least the the ancient one thinks that the Sorcerer Supreme thinks that the Infinity Stones are keeping are what keeps the timeline from branching off, and it turns out the Infinity Stones are just paperweights for the TVA who's wow, really doing wow. that. So what happens when, you know, Dr. Strange in his movie finds out everything the ancient one taught him is, oh, this is not how everything works. 
or is it? Yeah, it, it, was... I, I did feel like that's a little bit of a slap in the face that those all the whole previous MCU thing was all those Infinity Stones. And now they're just sitting in a drawer. Not <laughs> a slap, I think. I think it, it leaves room for more to explore. I mean, but then okay. it, it also even, even in comics, there's always something that's more powerful than the next thing. So while the Infinity Stones are big, there's always like some other thing you have like cosmic cube types. So there's always yeah. other things that'll be like, okay, well, while this is powerful, this is also kind of powerful. You know, mm-hmm. we have like the Ten Rings about to come up. Oh yeah, like it's always some other shit that's going yeah. on. Whereas like it kind of it doesn't downplay the thing before, but it also yeah. shows you like there are the the series kung fu. In this Kung Fu series that they just rebooted, there's like eight weapons, and then there's like this lineage of warrior who can wield all eight weapons and do this, whatever, whatever. But it's like it's one of those things where like there's always another <laughs> weapon that outweighs the other weapon. There's always yeah. a new MacGuffin. Weapon. Yeah, always yeah. A MacGuffin. yeah. So it's not a slap in the face to anything else. It's just an evolution. Okay. And and then if you think <laughs> about it, one of those Infinity Stones on the desk of Casey of the TVA might have Black Widow's soul in it, or Gamora's mm, wow. soul in it. Right. Uh, although technically, mm. I think those would be the stones that got destroyed. But you know, maybe not. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. And what's the next? What's the next Marvel show? That's going oh, that's the other thing I wanted to mention is that yeah. this the whole branching timeline thing. I thought uh-huh. the what if animated series was just going to be a bunch of standalone episodes of other yep. alternate timelines yeah, was too. just going to be yeah. like, uh, 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 oh, here's other cool stuff that might happen. But now all these things could be canon, could be in mm-hmm. the MCU because like officially, because now timelines have exploded. And there's all sorts of alternate realities. So now anything what could a- be. That's so that's so maybe say. all I- of these what if stories that we're about to see in the next series that starts yeah. August 11th. Does this, does this open it up to like to a, I don't know what you say, retroactively add everything else that's been done into canon? Like you can take yeah. all the X-Men shit Maybe, and now yeah, make that yeah. real and have yeah. Hugh Jackman and all this stuff? That can, could be. I mean, there was, even, I'm going to give you even guys some, a five minute warning. Even yeah, Bill even Bixby? Some of, that's why I'm, I'm trying to get in. I'm trying yeah, to get sorry, in. Get it in, yeah. Art Star. No, let me in the door. <laughs> <laughs> go, Art. Go, Art. So you should clip that. But, like, just like how, like, a lot of these, you know, Netflix characters are going to be, like, having small bits and pieces of some of these MCU shows. MC, yeah, M- I said the right. MCU shows. Like, Charlie Cox is going to show up as dead. Matt Murdock, rather. And, like, like he's from Marvel's Netflix series, which they kind of pushed out of canon. So like you have like some of these other characters who have been in other Marvel properties who will probably start to trickle into other um Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire. Yeah. They're not a part of the MCU, but they're gonna be brought into it, you know, from far from home. No way home. Because they can you now. You don't okay. think that Andy Garfield and Toby McGuire are in this movie, Andy? Uh, Toby McGuire, maybe, but I, I've heard Andrew Garfield saying stuff like, I never got a call, but that could also be, you know... It could be a huge. red herring. A you can't out. see me. Mm-hmm. Right. Psych out. Or it could have... Or it could be a Mephisto. Could be a Mephisto. Lord help y'all. Could yeah. be a flying fish. So we want to do everyone's final thumbs up, thumbs down in the series. Sure, that's smart to do. I'm straight up. I'm straight I'm thumbs up. Thumbs up Straight for Art thumbs Star. Up. Straight thumbs up. No cricket. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I'm looking forward to season two. Me too. Yeah, I like that. I it need to know where. Ra- Ra- what is it? Ravona? Ravana? I need to know where she Ravona, went. Ravona. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing because she's a big in Kang. The hell did she yeah, go? Right. A big deal. Uh, especially when uh, Miss Menace was like, he thinks this would be better. Girl, where you send her to? Um, so thumbs up. Can't wait. Yeah, I, uh, I got, I, I, you know, this. I didn't like that last episode because it was kind of boring for me. But <laughs> but those first few episodes, okay. like when the apocalypse and everything was going on, they're running mm-hmm. through. That was so well shot. Like, I want to go watch that again, I think, just because that was so shit action packed, like them just yeah. running. It felt like a video game, but also like a movie and like a TV yeah. show all wrapped in one. And that was exciting. I want to watch that again. It was so cool. So well done. And awesome. like I said, Art Star fell in love with Thomas Hiddleston 
Diddles. Oh yeah, Higgle, Higgles bottom. His man crush. Not oh, yeah, Thomas Higgles bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Higgles bottom. And with that, you, we're standing. we better end this because we got two. Did Andy give his? Andy, yeah, Andy yeah. Said he liked it. Oh, yeah, I liked it. I like that it opened up a whole lot of possibilities, and and I like that uh, it, it leaned hard on sci-fi nerd stuff. As mm-hmm. like the Falcon Winter Soldier kind of was very mainstream, and WandaVision was weird. Yeah, uh, this was like more of the the hard sci-fi kind of stuff, but also with a yeah. lot. Of, uh, it was like uh, Doctor Who or something. Loki flair. Hey, Doctor Who was awesome. Yeah, I love the time travel shit. I'm really into it. I'm gonna go back and watch mm-hmm. all of Doctor Who. Go watch all it. of it. All of it. I haven't watched the last from 1962. Let him watch all of it. Yes, all of it. I tried to do that. I tried to start Doctor Who from the beginning. There was old episodes on Hulu, and I I couldn't even get to through them all to the second Doctor. Uh, Who's your favorite Doctor? That's all I've ever seen is the first one. Oh, I think I might have been doing it wrong. I was watching uh, videos by the Who Eminence Front. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Right. You guys Good night, everybody. Kick us off and exactly. <laughs> okay. I want to stop this recording. That's that's how we're gonna end it. president no more but evidently they don't see we in the street still poor still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons and people thinking this election to end racism proud of pessimism glad to see obama but don't expect me not to speak out when i still see problems the nerd school podcast nerd school is a member of the queen city podcast network powered by ortho carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, you improved. <laughs> Listen, people can make fun of me for my holiday movies all we want to, but I'm like, are you alive? Did I fuss at you? <laughs> Did I yell about anything? All right, then. You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark for keeping me safe. <laughs>